What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Lynn Johnson and Sarah Sparhawk, who are the co-founders of West Tenth. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. This is Lynn. Thank you so much for having us on. It's such a pleasure. We're so excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, very excited to have you both on and learn more about what you're working on with with West Tenth. So, for those who haven't heard of it, um, what are you working on? What is West Tenth? So West 10th is a marketplace that's connecting you to the best of local home-based businesses. And by home-based businesses, we mean local home florists, home organizers, home bakers. We're trying to make these invisible entrepreneurs that are starting and running businesses from their home more visible, more accessible to you and I. So walk me through a little bit about how this works. Um, if someone was to engage with, with this, try out the marketplace, kind of kind of purchase on it, can you kind of walk me through that user experience? Yeah. So we are a digital marketplace and we're app-based for now. So you can find us on Apple and Android. Um, And as a customer, you're able to browse businesses by specific categories, or you can search for something specific. And some of the categories that you'll find are home services. So you can find a home organizer or a home decor um, specialist near you. You can also find home bakers. So if you have a sweet tooth and are looking for an artisanal cake for a party or cookies or other desserts, you can find those. And we also have popular celebration services if you're looking for a florist, party planner, photographer. And each business has a a storefront. So it's not just a listserv. And you can see examples of their services and custom goods that they provide. You can learn more about their story and why they started their business and get a, a sense for their pricing. But what you'll do is you'll find the business that you're interested in. You'll click, click, get in touch and you'll have a conversation. Um, services and custom goods require some, some conversation and dialogue. And so you'll, you'll settle on what you are looking for and the price, and then you'll actually be, receive an invoice and you'll pay through the app. So it's a one-stop shop. I mean, this is incredible. I think this is very needed. And it kind of leads me to to wonder, what's the origin story here? Why did you decide to, to get started with this company? Yeah, Matt, thank you for asking that question. So we're deeply mission-based and our origin story goes back to actually our roots as finance professionals. So Sarah and I started our careers out in New York City in finance. Uh, Sarah was really smart and she left finance for Silicon Valley and for, for startup life. I stayed in finance, became a CFO, But as a CFO, I was just acutely aware of this problem that 
I, I wanted to help be a part of the solution, and that is the gender wealth gap. Now, a lot of people have heard of the wage gap, but the wage gap is just a smaller part of the bigger problem, which is the wealth gap where women only own about 32 cents to every dollar that men own in financial assets, and that includes savings, you know, savings accounts, retirement assets, anything that helps them be secure. So women as a whole are just really economically vulnerable in the United States. And what we knew is that one of the reasons is because women leave the workforce, they leave years of earnings and all the benefits that come with that. And they give incredible service to our communities while they're gone. They're raising families, they're upholding our churches, our nonprofit organizations. Um, and we do them a huge disservice by making it difficult for them to return to traditional employment. And what we recognized also is that women know this, they intuit it. And so as an alternative to traditional employment, they are just in droves starting businesses that they're operating out of their homes to try to regain a little financial stability, um, to also kind of assign value to the talents that they've uh, developed. And let me be clear, they have become experts in some area of home and family management or some passion of theirs while they've been away from traditional employment. They have put in the 10,000 Malcolm Gladwell hours, if you will, to become true experts at these things. So we wanted a place where you could find all these micro businesses, these women operating businesses from their homes, help them monetize their talents, and then bring their talents to the people in their community, these families that are leading hectic lives that could really benefit from their skill sets. And that's why we developed West 10th. And it's an incredible mission. And uh, I think that the problem is huge and solving it is, is crucial. It kind of like need, leads me to ask the question, what's like one or two things, and either of you can take this, but like, what are things that um, in regards to the problem of the wealth gap that you just wish more people knew about? Like, you know, if you had like a billboard that you could, that, that millions of people were driving by every day, I stole that question from Tim Ferriss, but like, what's something that you wish more people knew so they could think about it and then potentially act on it? Yeah, one, we just knew, wish more people knew about the wealth gap in, as a whole. But we also just want people to relook at the way we value domestic talents and skills. Because as a society, we expect women to give so much of their talent and time away for free or at a discount. And we actually think that these skills are marketable. So they don't necessarily need to jump back into the workforce uh, to a job that doesn't value them, their skill set, or give them the flexibility that they need. These are monetizable skill sets that people around us need. You know, like one of the reasons we started this is we live hectic lives. I'm really good at loving my kids and bringing home a paycheck, Matt, and I'm terrible at everything else. I have, my home's not organized. It's not decorated well. And the thought of throwing together a child's birthday party, an adorable child's birthday, is like, it scares me to death. Um, all I want to do is be able to reach out to the women that I know are experts at this. They love it. I want to put money in their pockets and I want them to bring their skills into my home. And we really want society to just take another look at those skill sets and how we're valuing them because we think that we're underpricing them. So if you were to take this and zoom out um, and you're operating, you're, you're evangelizing the vision and, and it gets big, right? You know, in 10 years and 20 years, what does the big vision look like? Or I guess in other words, what direction are you rowing in? And either of you can take this and just like, what does this company look like in 10, 10 15 years when it kind of blows up and, you know, you accomplish your, your mission? Well, is it okay if I take this one, Sarah? <laughs> So in 10 to 20 years, obviously we wanna be global at this point. This problem is a global problem. Um, so we wanna be global, but first 
our vision really unfolds in three parts, Matt. First is the marketplace. We need these women to have more exposure. We need communities and consumers have more access to their talent. Marketplace first. Second is an educational platform that we're just starting to roll out now, actually, um, that helps these women uh, grow their business skills, quite frankly, and in ways that work for them. So not just like, how do you fundraise or putting them through accelerators, but really, how do you manage a business while you're running a family? You know, how do you think about social media strategy? How do you do your books? Things like that, really geared towards these micro businesses. And then third is we want, at scale, we'll be able to see the best of these home entrepreneurs. Matt, some of them are incredible, incredible. They're setting trends. They're responsive to needs in their communities. They're amazing with customers. We'll be able to see the very best of these. And we want to facilitate access to capital because access to capital is one of the reasons that the wealth gap exists also. And we want to be funneling money towards these women so that they can grow out of their homes and we can be along for the ride with them. So in order to make this incredible vision happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you both is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for capital yourself? Are you looking for people to join the platform or customers? Pretty much how can we assist with what you're doing here? Yeah, so we were recently funded, which is awesome. And we have built a big team. Um, not a big team, we're still a small team, but we've been able to build out our product side and um, hiring engineers and a product manager. Um, I think the biggest thing that we could could use from your community is just downloading the app and supporting these home-based businesses. Um, you'll be blown away by the talent and the value that you receive from, from engaging with them and, and, and purchasing from them. And if you know of home-based businesses, um, tell them about us. Let them know, like, this is a risk-free, very, very low-risk um, platform to join. It's free to join. Um, and they we only make money when they make money. And so there's no listing fees or onboarding fees that you find with other services, platforms, um, and marketplaces. And so... It's just a great way to start building the community, helping them find customers. And, um, you know, we're here to support them through education and community too. And, and so if they know of home-based businesses, which we know that they're all around us and, and you just have to find them, tell them about us and we'd love to have them join. And then if, if someone um, knew, knew about them, and, and many do, how, how, what would they share? I guess, in other words, what's, uh, what's your website URL? Do you have social media? Do you have an email address? Pretty much, how can people get in touch? Yeah, so we do have a website. Uh, it's west10th.com. You can also just search the app store for West 10th and send them the link to download the app. It's super easy to sign up as a seller. It takes less than 15 minutes to get a storefront up and running. All you really need to do is create a description, upload a few photos, set your pricing information, and then um, you submit for approval and we can get you up and running within, within a day. That's incredible. Well, I appreciate you both coming onto the podcast and sharing what you're working on, especially mission behind it, which I really believe in. And I just wish you the best of luck making this happen. Thanks for coming on. Matt, thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure.